Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast with your host, Jacob. All right, welcome to the show. I am Jacob, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Sunday Night Army podcast. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and of course, give me a follow, like, or subscribe on all social media and on any podcast platform. Just hit that subscribe button. Make sure you're uh, keeping up with all the episodes. We are on the road to episode 200, and I have a fantastic guest today on a really cool music episode. But before we get to that, if uh, you guys want to support the show and everything that's happening, check out the link uh, in the description of any social media platform of the show, and uh, it's the link tree. It gives you a little breakdown of anywhere you can listen, and it gives you the link to the merchandise store. Go support the show if you like what's going on, like listening to it. Of course, share with all your friends, and uh, the best two ways to support what's going on here on the Sunday Night Army. So let's get to the episode today. Let's continue with a special episode here on the music series with a very special guest, Rocky Kramer. How are you today, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. I appreciate you coming on the show today because I am a huge fan of rock music. And it's very, very nice to see that all coming back mainstream, hitting the big time. And I really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. You know, I've... I've I, I'm, I think of myself as an 80s rocker that was born in the 90s. So it's just, uh, I just want to bring that back, you know, because I no, love that stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic. So do I. Um, I love all the 80s uh, rock bands. It's kind of like my hidden favorite music genre and mm-hmm. 80s uh, rock, 80s metal, the big hair, the huge concerts, the loudspeakers. That, that's all, what I'm about. But that's just oh, yeah. one of those things. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I I feel I always feel bad about like missing out on it because I grew up in a time when uh, I guess MTV, MTV was dying. Yes. There's a lot of rap. There's a lot of hip hop, which I'm not really that interested in. And uh, I don't know. It was it's just the I, I've, I always felt that all the music that I listened to was done way before my time. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little weird. So that's why I'm kind of bringing it back just for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. No, trying to pretend it's the 80s <laughs> no that's great and uh, I, i'm still trying to keep keep that alive for myself too i always mix in uh all that rock music from from the 80s love those bands and and it's nice to see new artists such as yourself kind of bringing it back so you can freshen up those playlists so let's talk about a little more about you because uh mm-hmm. you said uh you did not grow up in the, uh, that type of era but that's okay but i want to know what influenced you to uh do music so let's start there uh, what led sure. you to, uh, to uh, become an artist and how did you start? Because I know it was at a very early age and, it, and, it, I don't, and it wasn't the guitar that you started playing first. It, it wasn't uh, because my, my parents were both classical uh, musicians. My father was the first violinist in uh, the uh, Trondheim Symphony Orchestra. And uh, I, which uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I actually grew up in Trondheim, which is the third largest city in uh, Norway. And uh, that's where I grew up. And uh, uh, I went to concerts, you know, classical concerts for many years. Um, a part of the reason for that was because my mother, who was a piano teacher, she was a singer. Uh, she passed away when I was five. She had, uh, she had cancer. And uh, I basically, my father would take me and my brother to concerts 
as a as an alternative to having a babysitter mm-hmm. and because of that we uh, uh the, both my brother and i got to see all these instruments up close at an early age and you know all these i mean if you've seen a, a you know a classical concert there are so many different instruments and so many different sounds and i i think that inspired me later on when i started writing music because all those different sounds can actually create a lot of different type of uh, emotion and and kind of different feelings and it's a little bit different than just having guitars like if you're listening to acdc i don't i don't think there's a single acdc song that isn't just you know guitars bass and drums and vocals and and but my mentality was always from like a very early age that I wanted to bring in those symphonic elements uh, mm-hmm. into my music. And then, of course, uh, I was also a, a fan of Pink Floyd early on. And again, that's a little bit different because their sound was a little bit more on the keyboard side and the synthesizers. Mm-hmm. And, but that was a different thing where it's just like, it just takes you away. It's like, it, it, it's, it's almost like you're hypnotized when you're listening to their music. And I thought that, that's really cool because a lot of the music that you listen to on the radio is just straightforward background music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked something that was more the event itself. You know, like you're listening to something that's almost like, uh, and I, I don't necessarily want to use the term rock opera for, for my own music because I don't consider myself like an opera singer in that sense. Like I, I'd, I'd rather use that term for like something that Queen did or, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody with a more operatic, voice but uh i still just wanted to bring that that in those influences in because i thought that uh, it's really cool when you listen to an album from start to finish and you're almost like you've been through this experience it's like a journey and that's i kind of was more into that Mm -hmm. and you've started playing a lot of different instruments yourself when you were younger now how was that transition from those to uh something that you're doing now well I started on the violin when I was about seven. I had uh, played a little bit of piano before that because my mom was a piano teacher. She had a piano. My father had a piano because he liked to play piano essentially as a, as a second instrument. And he actually played organ when he was younger. So they, we actually had two pianos in the house. It was one uh, on each floor. Uh, which is very unusual, I think, for most. Because, I mean, you'll, you'll find pianos in people's homes, but uh, we, we had two because they would sometimes both play them at the same time. So I kind of, that was kind of like my very first uh, experience was like a piano. And then the violin, I was actually trained. And that's how I learned how to write or well, at least how to read music and and what all those symbols mean and, you know, mm-hmm. all the, and, and that kind of got me into it and learning how to, learn a song just by uh, playing it over and over again, uh, you know, learning it by, by heart, things like that. And performing, that was also my first introduction to performing. So when I wanted to play guitar, which is more about, I don't know, I would say about 10, 11, um, I, I had already performed. I'd already learned how to read music. So it was, it was an easy transition because I'd already done done sort of the same thing with a different string instrument mm-hmm. uh even though they're different i'm not going to compare a violin to a guitar uh and saying that they're the same but they uh, they do have the benefit of certain uh certain similarities that makes it easy to make that switch so 
uh, when I picked up the guitar, I really just almost, it, it felt natural very soon. I mean, not right away. And I remember like at first I was like, nah, maybe this is not for me. But then I just kind of stuck with it. And eventually it just became my thing. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to play violin anymore at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> so. and now with that, was there, uh, you may, you threw out some names of some bands um, that you were, were talking about music wise. Now, was there anybody uh, specifically you looked up to that influenced uh, your sound? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, you know, uh, like I said, I would say early on, there, was, there were a lot, lot of British stuff. Like, I mean, Pink, I, I did mention Pink Floyd and I, I should also mention the Beatles. That was like an early thing for me. And then I got more into the, I guess, a little bit heavier stuff. I mean, I was a huge Kiss fan since I was maybe seven or eight. It was basically, uh, it was it was like right after that Kiss had did, uh, Kiss did the reunion tour and they mm-hmm. were back together again with the makeup. Uh, it was an exciting time for Kiss. And they were, of course, on every magazine cover with any like rock or metal related magazine. So I, I kept seeing that and I was just like huge Kiss fan. I loved that. And I loved hearing like Ace Frehley guitar solos. So that's that's really what made me want to be a guitar player was just hearing that sort of stuff he was doing. A lot of times just on his own, like he would do this guitar solo on his own during the show. And it was just a really cool experience, like smokes coming out of his guitar and there's delays and flanger and all these like effects that just was just really cool. It was like, I mean, they call him the spaceman. And I was like, yeah, he really is, you know? Like it sounded like he was from another planet. And I really liked that because, you know, when you grow up, like you, you just consider yourself a normal person. And it's always cool when you see someone that you almost feel like they're from a, a different planet. Like that, that that was really cool. But as as time went along, I, I went from kind of the, the more classic rock players, you know, I mean, I went from like the Kiss, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, went from that to more like like guitar players like the ones that are i'm a guitar player that's what i do so i listen to a lot of like ingve malmsteen steve Vai, joe Cetriani, uh jimmy hendrix and then th- that that's kind of what i consider to be the the point when i went from being kind of like okay i'm a guitar player to okay i really want to know everything there is about the guitar because there's a, there are a lot of techniques that you just uh you have to learn to really get to that level and i i really wanted to be at that level even though it was never to me it was never about being the best i just wanted to be like i want to be like a really i want to come up with some really cool guitar solos and things like that like I, I want it to be fun to to listen to i'm not necessarily trying to be the fastest or uh, the bestest mm-hmm. but uh you know um uh so so i i that was kind of the point where i felt okay this is what i want to do and that's when i started writing my own music and then it became uh, clear to me that maybe I shouldn't be in a band. Maybe I should be a solo artist. So I kind of, even from like the age of 14, I was performing shows on my own uh, to a track, which is not really the best way to perform. And I, I acknowledge that, but it was just because my music was already kind of complicated and it was hard to find people on, you know, my age, uh, in my age range that, uh, were into that and learning that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I would basically, uh, for the most part, play with a band that I had. We would just play kind of classic rock. 
and that was that. And then I would go home and write all this symphonic stuff that was, uh, you know, with all kinds of crazy time signatures and, and things like that. And uh, I don't even know why I was into that, but maybe it was, maybe it was just because of all the music that I was listening to. So, mm -hmm. um, but uh, uh, either way, it was just the, it became clear to me that that's what I wanted to do. And that's sort of how I ended up uh, writing Firestorm, which is actually the fourth album of the albums that I wrote. But we can get to, we can talk about that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. No, that's fantastic. Now let's uh, do a little bit of a, a writing question before we get to Firestorm. Um, because you touched on mm -hmm. writing a little bit and influences. Now, uh, writing-wise, where does that influence come from mainly? Because you did mention uh, melodies mm -hmm. and symphonies. Uh, where does that come from for you? A lot of it, especially early on, just came from, uh, I, I call it my mental radio. And it's, it's actually in one of my songs. It's not in one of the songs that I've released, but it's, it's, it, you'll hear it at some point. Mm -hmm. um, and from an early age, it, it's almost like a... Like I'm, uh, I, I don't want people to think that I'm hearing it, like I'm hallucinating it, but it's like uh, my mind is playing music for me. And it's, it's a, I would write those things down. And a lot of stuff that I wrote was really just written that way. So it was more about writing it down mm -hmm. than, than anything else. Um, it, but it depends though, when you play a guitar, sometimes you just come up with something and it comes out of nowhere. I never really sit down and say, okay, I'm going to write a riff. I'm going to write a song. It's not really how I do it because creativity doesn't really work that way. And, and, you know, you can sit there for two hours and come up with nothing while on a different day, you can write 10 different things in a half hour. So to me, it was just always, I mean, I play a lot of guitar and, uh, and I also for many years while I was going to school, I would really just, I mean, at least maybe an hour or two every day, more like two hours, you know, instead of doing homework, I was mm -hmm. just writing music. I would just sit in front of my computer and write and just different things would come up. I mean, I never really forced it out. I was, I would just sit there and just, you know, and just, it would just come out of nowhere. It was never really trying to write. It was just, it would just, it would happen naturally. And that's, I think in many ways, that type of music, uh, at least in my opinion, sounds more natural than a lot of the stuff that you hear that people write when they get, you know, they put 10 songwriters in a room and mm -hmm. they say, okay, we need a song in an hour, uh, which I've heard stories about that with a lot of the big artists. Like they invite 10 songwriters, put them in a room in a studio and they say, okay, we're going to be back in an hour. Get, you know, write us a hit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> those type of songs, I just, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe it'll work uh, sometimes, but um, I just, I, I think that when you're writing songs more naturally, it, mm -hmm. it, it's something that at least looking back at some of these songs, I'm, I mean, I feel much more comfortable with those than, than some of the songs that I wrote when I was more like, trying to actually write a song. So, mm -hmm. You know, it needs to be natural. Well, that makes sense. Uh, definitely. Now, Firestorm came out in 2019. Uh, mm -hmm. Big album. Tell me about it and tell me about your latest video, Alcohol. Okay, so um, Firestorm, I actually wrote when I was 16. And it was the fourth album that I wrote. I'd already written three. And the first three were kind of, uh, they were more, I'd say maybe a little bit heavier, a little bit more, like more guitar stuff. I was really into writing guitar-related songs, and uh, which 
one of those albums will actually be my next album mm-hmm. uh, and and you'll hear kind of more what i was the sound that i was going for uh, originally which i i've modernized a little bit but firestorm was kind of a little bit uh, a little bit getting away from that and more focusing on just the the feeling of of, of playing guitar and and getting your emotions out i've wrote the, the album about sort of wanting to be a rock star when you grow up and dealing with the, the the mental issues of of like never feeling that you're good enough or always uh always trying to be better and trying to be trying to be successful because maybe that'll solve all your problems and all those things so it's just that sort of that men, uh, that teenage mentality that mm-hmm. a lot of us have uh, uh, gr- growing up uh especially when we're in like you know high school like around that that era we're just always trying to like figure out who we are and and why we do what we want to do and 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 it's just the you know it's it's kind of an angry album in a way because like you know we, we feel like I felt like you know maybe you know things will never happen or whatever but uh, but it's also about you know being uh, comfortable with yourself and accepting yourself for who you are so it basically became this this one hour journey that uh, some people consider to be intense mm-hmm. uh, while other people think it's kind of like uh, it's like you close your your eyes and you you and you just let it happen just let it play uh, which is why I, I always recommend people actually listening to the whole thing from start to finish it's it's, it's better that way in my opinion but uh, uh, the first single was rock star which is kind of really about dreaming about being a rock star um, alcohol is on the album is the next song and it's really not about alcohol even though i know people always think that <laughs> but uh it's 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 uh i mean it's really a song that i've wrote about my my passion for music and the kind of the experience of being someone on stage and and having that sort of relationship with the audience but i wanted to write it more as a love song so that more people can maybe relate to it so what made it more universal just just that just because you know people interpret songs different ways and i want them to and i encourage them to and uh, it doesn't have to mean the same thing to you as it means to me mm-hmm. uh, and it can still be great you know i mean i've had people always tell me things that they they believe the song is about and that's fine you know it's perfectly fine with me uh, because that kind of makes it more into something that becomes a discussion more than just a very clear answer like if you write a song about partying then well it's a song about partying and there's nothing wrong about that because people a lot of people like to party and mm-hmm. that's fine they, they certainly can but uh, sometimes uh, it's, it's important to talk about how you feel and uh, that's something that i think some people are a little bit afraid of but others just are more comfortable with it and that's good uh that's you know that's the basics of that mm-hmm. uh and alcohol the video, uh, since you're mentioning the video, oh yeah, uh, we basically we're going to have like a really big production video for that, and uh, because of the pandemic, it made it really impossible. So we basically made it essentially uh, with our own equipment, which uh, over the years, you know, you kind of end up with a lot of professional equipment. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you kind of uh, you have your own production studio at home, and uh, l- luckily enough. I was able to have my bass player 
like he filmed something. He has a green screen, little green screen studio himself. And uh, we were able to piece a few things together and use a little bit of footage from the tour and things like that. Because we'd just been on tour with Buck Cherry uh, right before the pandemic. So uh, in, in England, uh, which was a really fun experience. Mm -hmm. That was our sort of, it was supposed to be the beginning of a tour and then it ended up being the tour. But uh, <laughs> that's those are the things that you have to deal with when um, bad things happen in the world. So that's true. Uh, yeah. And, and I saw I saw the the giant buck cherry sign. Uh, so I figured it was from the tour uh, in, the, in mm -hmm. the video clips. That was fantastic. Um, yeah. 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 The video is on YouTube and, and RockyKramer.com is the website. Uh, you guys can go check that out. Now, uh, goals for the rest of this year. What do you have coming up? Oh, so I would say that the big thing this year is that uh, I'm doing a movie. And I'm actually playing nice. the lead. I'm playing the lead in it. Um, it's it. The movie's called Rockin' in Time, and uh, it's essentially a like a rock and roll time travel movie. And uh, since I was talking about <laughs> uh, <laughs> being uh, being an '80s rocker, uh, yeah. born in the '90s, it is almost like that. And uh, because it's an '80s rocker that uh, time travels from 1984 to 2024. So, you know, 40 years ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, so that's like, that's the basics of it. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, but, not uh, too much, not too much. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we're going to have some fun with it. You know, he'll be figuring out how to get back and all those things. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it, it's sort of, uh, it, it'll be like a real rock and roll uh, time travel movie. So I, hopefully uh, people will enjoy that. I, I know I've, every time I, I talk to people about it, they say, oh, I love uh, I love time travel movies. So it's like, oh, okay, uh, you'll, uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, so that's like the big one this year, for sure. We're, we're having meetings about it actually just uh, later today. Awesome. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a, it, I think it's going to be a fun, a fun movie. We're going to do, do the best. It's, we're really focusing on making it a comedy. And we're mm -hmm. going to have some uh, some cool cameos from the 80s. Like, we're going to try to get some 80s rockers in there to, you know, to spice it up and uh, have some fun with things. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm lucky enough to have, uh, we're going to actually have some of my music in there. And I've even been asked to do some of the soundtrack for it. So cool. I, uh, I think it's, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going nice. to be a, a, a big thing, hopefully. So that's still in pre-production. Yeah, we're uh, we're in pre-production. We're filming. I would say later this year, probably. Yeah, I would say around summer. But uh, you know, we got to figure out a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But that's but, cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's coming out next year, twenty twenty-three. So awesome. Music-wise, what's coming up this year for you besides the movie? Uh, we're uh, also, which might might be uh, some of those songs might be in the movie. We're uh, I'm doing another album, which is. Uh, Really, th this is like I said. Firestorm was the first. was the fourth album. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing now is actually uh, what was going to be the first album, uh, which is it's it's gotten sort of uh, it's been a little bit modernized. Uh, some of the ideas were really some of the first songs I ever wrote, and I went back in and I said, okay, I want these to be a little bit more, a uh, little bit more developed than they were. Not saying that they were bad before, but sometimes when you write music and when you're young, you get into these little kind of uh, the songs end up being a little bit long, so I basically just trim the fat a little bit mm -hmm. and uh, try to make sure that things are in the right place and all that. So I'm very excited about it. It's uh, it's kind of it's it, it's also a concept album, and it's uh, it's but it's a different uh, it's a different story. 
uh, for sure. And uh, it's, um, I, I, I think people will uh, maybe appreciate it more because this album shows more of what I'm, more of what I'm about than Firestorm. The Firestorm was kind of like the, the little appetizer. This is the, this is the main course. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fantastic. And of course, RockyKramer.com is the website. Now, where can everybody else follow you on social media to keep up with everything that you're doing? Um, on most social media, it's uh, just Rocky Kramer. And uh, if you're on Facebook, it's Rocky Kramer Official. Mm-hmm. But I'm on, like, if you go to Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, it's all just Rocky Kramer. Awesome. And of course, a Rocky Kramer will be tagged with this episode. You guys can go and check out the description of the show and just uh, hit the link there and just go like, follow, subscribe uh, with Rocky Kramer there. So Rocky, thanks for coming on the show and talking to me today. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.